Slot Perspective Podcast, Monday, April 23rd. Let them know you're not fucking around out there, man. Whether you're on the way to work, you're on break, you're listening to this after work. Let them know you're tip-top magoo. And let's do it like this. Who running? Who running? Who running? Yep. Fly Perspective Podcast. DJ So Fly. Some of y'all didn't even know this was an original 3 6 track. That old 3-6 Mafia, who run it? Mad came out in 2001, 2002, early 2000s. I definitely used to bump that track amongst others, you know, with Project Pat, uh, the regular 3-6, Gangsta Boo, Lil Chat. Uh, and it's cool to see that track getting a lot of, you know, spins as far as like the instrumental, everybody doing their Who Run It challenge. That's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't even know that was an actual original song. You know what I'm saying? That's how crazy it is that people don't know that's an actual original 3-6 Mafia beat. But it's all good. All good. And the reason I named this episode Who Run It is because it's a lot of Who Run It's been going on within this past month. In the past week or so, really, within entertainment. First, I'm going to start off with uh, T.I. and Gucci Man going back and forth. T.I. made a post uh, on Twitter. I believe it was, and it said that uh, the day he invented trap music, and he put a picture of his album color, uh, cover, sorry, not color, cover, man, can I talk color, color, uh, mama say, mama say, mama say. all right, he put a picture of his album cover on um, Instagram, and said the day I invented trap music, and T.I. responded, and basically uh, put his album trap music with the studio release August 19, 2003 up, basically saying like, bruh, you ain't, you know, invent trap music. And um, I don't know, man. I mean, I wouldn't say neither of them really invented trap music. I think of early pioneers of trap music. I'm thinking of UGK. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, I mean, how oh my God, my brain is, is not working right now. My squirrels aren't kicking. Uh, who else? Uh, Scarface. Um, hell, even Master P. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a lot of early inventors of trap music, but it's like I don't think them two invented trap music or even started it off for that matter. Um, you know, two. Uh, some people may say, well, you know, trap music is all about the 808 and the synthesizer. You know, from a producer standpoint. But I think of just trap music. Um, speaking that real gutter, standing on that corner, slanging that 
that bird singing that boy, you know what I'm saying? Like selling drugs and, and you know, or, or real experiences, uh, you know, about life from a down south point of view. And I like hearing about all that gutter shit, like cocaine being cooked and chopped up and sold in the kitchen, you know, out the trap house back in the day. Like I remember Master P dropped an album called Ghetto Dope when I was in middle school. And my brother had the album. And I was sneaking get the album. And he had a song and it was like, man, 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 make crack like this. Man, man. And he basically told how you making crack. And, uh, I mean, hey, I don't know if that's how you really make the shit or not. But it sounded cool as hell. And to me to be in middle school, I'm like, damn. And when they dropped the I'm About It, the, uh, the actual movie, oh, you couldn't tell me shit, boy. I'm in private school. Like, man, I bet you y'all don't know what I'm up on. And more so, too. As a uh, consumer from the standpoint of music, I like the fact that I can look and see, uh, you know, like kind of who's perpetrating and who's not. I mean, you'll never really know who's telling 100 percent truth of the fact of the matter. But I remember uh, Master P and them talking about all this stuff in their music. And then you got interviews where, like, for example, 2 Chains, where he met Master P and C Murder, um, I don't know, maybe early 2000s or, or something like that. And he's like, he went up on the tour bus and he's like, these niggas was really on a tour bus with, like, AK-47s, bulletproof vests. Like, it wasn't no, this wasn't no show. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was ready for whoever was coming after them. But nowadays, it's like, you know, people do trap music. Everybody's rapping about dope uh, guns and money. But, you know, really, I mean, I'd probably say more than half of them aren't even, you know, in that life or have been in that lifestyle. I mean, uh, the autobiography of Gucci Man. Uh, that book, I heard it was really dope. I haven't got to read it yet, but I'm very interested in to uh, see what's going on with that brother's life, man, especially with him. And he's taking like a full 360 in life, a full 360. You look at Gucci, man, when he first started and it was just like and to now it's a total different person, especially with him, like beating a murder charge. And he had to kill somebody in self-defense and while he was in the middle of a whole bunch of other stuff and had to go do a show. In the same town where the dude he killed was at, like, I mean, just a bunch of, like, movie-type stuff. Who else can I think of? Uh, oh, uh, A-Ball, MJG, uh, Outkast in the earlier times. Uh, but Outkast came with a different approach. They didn't come with the, like, kind of like the normal, I say, trap beats, man. They came on the, on the different, like, some fly-level beats, you know what I'm saying, with spitting that down-south real uh, hood point of view, man. And it's just, it's dope. This was a time in trap music where I say you can listen to the words and like really get something from it. Not trying to take anything away. Well, fuck it, I am. Because a lot of the shit that's out now, you listen to it for the beats. You listen to it for the hook. 90% of the time, the beat is so hard. The hook is so catchy. That's what you listen to. And then on the verse, you got boo-boo. And charge it to my head, not my heart, if I'm forgetting any uh, pioneers of the trap scene. But uh, I would say that would be a good basis to start from. And then down the line, you got your, uh, you know, early 2000s, like your Jeezy's, your T.I., your Gucci Man, uh, farther down the line, you know, come Waka and, uh, you know, Chief Keef and some lean babies who out now. You know what I'm saying? But that would be a definitely a good basis to start at. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and play one of my favorite uh, trap songs, man, back from, shit, 96? This song came out, man, UGK. I was not supposed to be listening to this shit at like nine years old. <laughs> but shout out to my yeah, older no, brother, you know Daryl. I mean? We got to get out here. Ain't no place here for us, you know what I mean? But that motherfucker, I need a killer, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
talking about a You hear how that beat drop? I'm still MC, bitch. So what the fuck is up? Putting powder on the street. Cause, Cause I got big fucking nuts. Coming back from Louisiana in a big wood lap. I deserve them niggas some shit to put the bees on their back. Got the pounds on for four. Cause you know I just pay two. Nigga bought 30 from it, so I'm running for the two. He gon' pop for 700 times. 62, 24, 8 is what I get. So nigga, fuck what you do. If I told you cocaine numbers, you would think I was lying. Yeah. This nigga 22 was talking about they retiring. Hey. Game ain't a Bump it for on the bins Rick at home to apartments where I entertain friends Uh-huh, bounce to the ounce Cause the bro ain't shit I done got me 50 ounces out of virgin, bitch Yeah, up, no snack, bitch, checking my stock Got some birds, said a nigga, some I go rock and rock Just got back from California, kicked it with me legit Put me down with purple chronic and it hurricane shit At the studio with Tom, man, I wish I could stay I got the holly master P cause we got money to make It went players from the south Sack cheese, man, man. Like ball I got a stack, big cheese, man. Bitch, say you wanna show you got nine grand. I ain't rapping shit to tell my money in my hand. Stop taking motherfucker, that's where I stay. Getting money from your bitches every goddamn day. Big paper, I'm folding. Hold is on my motherfucking job for all the dick that I be holding. I hate clone men, show it. Especially little booty, think I started acting my niggas don't know it. Kicking with the tree, a nigga, so your best not trip. If you keep on popping shit, my nigga, it be the clip. Now, are you kidding me or what? UGK murder, for you colonizers out there that didn't know what that was. That's how you end a verse. Whole ass nigga. You heard a dialect on that? He meant that shit. Moment of silence for Pimp C. Rest in peace. Now, in the next of the Who Run It topics, we got Cardi B and we got Nicki Minaj. So, unless you've been living under a rock and you just don't care about what's going on in entertainment and hip-hop or whatever the hell, Cardi B just dropped an album. Um, I'm going to say, first off, I didn't listen to the whole album. I stemmed through it. That bickin head is hard as hell. That derives from Chicken Head, which was Project Pat and Lil Chat song. That's the same beat, same kind of concept. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Project Pat, Lil Chat, Chicken Head. Went crazy back in the day. Um, that song is hard. She got a couple other songs on that's pretty hard. Uh, the Be Careful record, uh, I, I didn't initially listen to it, but then I heard a lot of people talking about it, about how they liked it or how they didn't like it. I, only thing I saw at first is that it was like, uh, I want to say co-written or written by Lauryn Hill or... She had something to do working on that track, and she approved it, and it got cleared. But when I listened to it, I'm like, this is a hard-ass record. You know what I mean? For the women. Hard-ass record. You feel what I'm saying? Other records, pretty solid. She has some joints on there. Now, as her team, I mean, I'm sure they probably was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Because she got pregnant, but that's her business. But she has some records on there. You know what I'm saying? She definitely won't be shooting on music videos, I'm sure, anytime soon. Can't really tour because of the, you know, the pregnancy and all that. And I'm sure her team probably was upset about that. But at the end of the day, man, she's young. I think she can bounce back. Cardi B hard as a motherfucker. Now we got Nicki Minaj. I've been saying this for the longest. Um, big fan of Nicki, but I'm a fan of the old Nicki. When Nicki was with Gucci Mane and she was straight spitting, spitting some hood shit, that's the Nicki Minaj I'm a fan of. Whatever this fictional character, nah, I'm good on that. I never really got down with her doing all these crazy voices, crazy runs, trying to sing on everything. And whatever. Now, when I got a little excited when I heard she was dropping uh, two new tracks after Cardi B's album drop. And I'm like, okay, she coming back. You know what I'm saying? She coming. 
And then I heard the Barbie teams join. And I was just like, ah, nah, I'm good. Then I heard the Chung Lee. And I was like, ah, okay. There's a little heat on that. You know what I'm saying? I like the I like the the flow of it. The Barbie Ting's beat was hard. I will say that. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't like how everybody's trying to pin them uh, against each other. Uh, I feel like if they came together, that would be crazy. Can you imagine a Cardi B, Nicki Minaj tour with, like, another hard woman, uh, you know, rap celebrity like a Remy Ma or somebody? You know what I'm saying? That would be hard. That would be good for the culture as well. All I'm going to say is we can root for both of them, guys. We can root for Cardi B and we can root for Nicki Minaj. I'm not sure why everybody wants to pin them against each other. And that's all I got to say about that. Now, the next who run it topic I want to discuss. I think that's the this is the final one before I get into some other topics is Beyonce versus Michael Jackson. And I'm just going to start and say first and foremost... Y'all need to stop fronting on my man Michael Jackson and give him his props. Yes, Beyonce is a dope performer, a great singer, uh, has a lot going overall as an artist and professional. But please, stop disrespecting my man Michael Jackson and saying she's better than Michael Jackson. That's like comparing apples to oranges. As a matter of fact, that's two different eras of music. Michael Jack paved the way for Beyonce. I'm going to leave it like that. You feel me? Now, we all know Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Now, I remember him when I was younger, and I ain't going to lie, I used to be a little scared of Mike, you know, when I was younger, real, real young, because I used to see him turning into the cat on Thriller and all that shit looking retarded, and then I used to see at his concert, people falling out, I'm like looking at TV, like, why the hell are they falling out? When this man walk outside, why are he taking people out on stretches? And you get older, and he's in stadiums, or, or at festivals with 20,000, 30,000 people, and he come out on stage and people passing the hell out, getting taken out on stretches. I ain't seen that happen as I got older. People ain't passing out at concerts no more getting taken out on no stretcher, man. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be totally real. Now, Beyonce, yes. Greatest performer of right now, I will say that. But I cannot give Beyonce greatest form of, performer of all time when Michael Jackson is deceased. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't do that. Beyonce, been in the game for years and deserves everything she getting because she's worked very hard for it and she's, you know, knocked down those doors and those barriers to be where she is. I love the fact that she did uh, something catering towards black people and uh, being aware of what's going on uh, nowadays in the media and uh, how that performance really, uh, you know, gave light on what's going on with African-Americans nowadays. That Coachella performance I'm speaking on, sorry. I'm saying just performance, like, yeah, I know what the hell I'm talking about, if you don't know. Yeah, the Coachella performance. I will say that, and I love it. I love the fact that she's bold in that aspect and didn't give not one fuck about how it looked to uh, colonizers that might have been at uh, Coachella. Because I'm sure some of them were sitting there like, uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't see the whole performance, but I did see she did like a, a remake to Down for My Niggas by C Murder. <laughs> and, you know, again, people probably don't even know what that song is. Like, you know, she came out to that or something like that, man. You know, the YouTube videos, you don't know what's what. It's a bunch of cell phone videos and a bunch of like videos put together to kind of put it in. So I didn't see it in real time. So 
I'm not sure how the whole performance looked, but from what I did see, it was dope as hell. It was dope as hell. Those background dancers not missing a beat. You got a hundred people behind you not missing a beat. Everybody on point. The band was on point. I will give that to her. However, I'm going to just say this. Michael Jackson turned into sand, my nigga. He turned into sand. All right? In a music video, Michael Jackson turned into sand. Greatest of all time. King of pop. Rest in peace, Mike Jack. Let me see what else I got on this list. Oh, yeah, taxes. Taxes was due. I think the last day to file your taxes was like last week sometime. And, uh, yeah, I had to file that good old extension because I owed they ass. I'm going to be real. I owed they ass. And uh, you work hard. You get that uh, that W-2. And you look on there and it's like, man, I made this much money? Where the hell did it go? Then you see how much they took in taxes. And then sometimes you do your taxes. And de- depending on if you filed exempt or have it fall, you're going to owe they ass some more money. Uncle Sam want them ducats, man. They don't give not nah fuck. And then on top of that, if you own your shit, like they hit me with the personal property tax. I forgot all about that. Cause for my house and my car, I'm like damn. Just all bad. I'm gonna be a slave forever. It's just another indication that you don't own a damn thing. Cause you don't pay them taxes and you own that house, they can come take that house. You don't pay the taxes on that car, they come take that car. And then, too, just thinking back on, I remember my grandma telling me stories about, you know, uh, people that she knew before they passed on that gave their relatives or whoever was next in line to inherit some property, gave them the property. And, the, you know, whoever they and whoever inherited the property ended up losing it for taxes. And it's just like, man, that's got to be a sad situation. You have a piece of land, a house or whatever you inherited paid off, given to you and you get it taken because you do not have enough money to pay the taxes on it. I'll just tell you what really grinds my gears about the whole tax situation is you'll, you'll do overtime at work and they'll tax the hell out of that check. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm paying taxes. Okay, living this quote-unquote great uh, United States of America. But what I have a problem is they'll take that money that we pay in taxes and do shit like drop a bomb on Syria that costs millions of dollars to make or whatever the case. Uh... But then you look at Flint, Michigan, and these people still out there with dirty water. They take our money and they do what they want with it. And with this whole Syria and whatever the hell going on, I don't know. I'm no politician, but from what it looks like, it sounds like there might be a war brewing. And and one second for city tax, too. Because y'all taking money out of my shit as well. And uh, look, can we fix them potholes in the city or something? Or can I get like a voucher for a free wheel alignment or a free tire? I had to get two brand new tires the last couple months, probably about three months ago, because of the damn potholes in the city. Two brand new run flat tires because of the damn potholes. And I'm paying taxes, and y'all ain't fixed the pothole the first. Can I get something? And this has nothing to do with what I was just talking about, but why it's on my brain. The whole Facebook privacy issue thing is crazy too i mean about them taking your information and supposedly selling it to advertisers so that's why on your news feed is things popping up that you've uh looked at before i mean for example um i'll be looking on like nordstrom.com looking at something like some shoes or something like that then i'll get on facebook checking my page and there'll be an advertisement for nordstrom for the same shoes i just looked at 
and it shows the price and it'll show similar items, all type of shit. I will say it worked. It's good marketing because I ended up buying like three pairs of tennis shoes within like the last month, uh, strictly from looking at the Facebook ad. Every time I'm on there, I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go ahead and put that on a credit card too. But according to Mark Zuckerberg, he claims he hasn't been selling information. He says uh, they get the clients and they strategically place it on their end. Uh, Their clients don't have any information. I don't know. But as far as I know, uh, Facebook has, uh, shit, I guess all your information. What you're looking at, uh, the ID on your phone from the thumbprint. If you got thumbprint, your face recognition. Facebook got it all. I bet it knows a lot. I wonder who knows more, Facebook or Google? Because I know we Google every damn thing. Google got a lot of our information, too. Hmm. Food for thought. And lastly, on the who run it topics, uh, I know I've skipped some shit and misplaced it, but fuck it. My brain is all over the place. I didn't have anything in chronological order. I need to get a planner and write all this shit down. When I do these podcasts, I just do it and just ramble. Anyway, the Tristan, uh, who is that guy? The uh, fucking basketball player, Tristan and uh, Khloe Kardashian. Now, I'll say that for last of the who run it because them Kardashians is going to show y'all who run it, man. Like, I'm not sure, you know, if y'all letting them pull this over uh, y'all eyes, but it's like it's a strategic marketing plan. That it looks like it's setting up for. Because Khloe Kardashian is pregnant. And a video surfaces the week before she's about to give birth. But apparently the video is from like October or August or something like that. And they decide to release it a week before she gives birth. It sounds like a setup for another keeping up with the Kardashians. In my opinion. But hey. It's also a classic niggas gonna nig story. Your chick nine months pregnant, about to bust, and you get caught up in a hookah bar with two floozies, making out with one, and one filling on your junk, and then you motorboat the other one. Got another video, he getting caught coming out of a hotel room, or the hotel with some chick. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's another classic niggas gonna nig moment right there. But what's gonna be the ultimate checkmate is when Khloe Kardashian put them child support papers on that man. Yeah, you an NBA. Oh, yeah. She gonna have a last laugh with that, my dude. <laughs> the last laugh. But apparently reports say, you know, she ain't, uh, uh, you know, have any bad blood with him at the moment. She's standing by him as they are ha- raising their daughter, Truth. Is it True or Truth? I don't know. I'm not looking at nothing. I think, it, I think the name was True. Well, tell your daddy to tell the true. The. <laughs> and lastly... I was online, I was looking at cars and stuff like that. I love looking at stuff that I can't afford yet. But this new um, Mercedes-Benz, man, it's a S-Class, I want to say. Uh, this thing has a hot stone massage setting on the seats. So while you're in there, you can get a feeling of a hot stone massage while you sit in your S-Class Benz. And that's pretty dope. Um, I used to valet when I was in college. And I used to, you know, jump in, not all kind of cars, man, to see what the inside was like and what it was made of and, you know, what the big hype and uh, why the sticker prices were so high. And I will never forget I was in this Mercedes-Benz SL, I want to say. That's a small two-door, like the coupe. 
and I turned the corner and the seat adjusted itself and like cupped my side so my body wouldn't go to the side. Like it kept me upright in that same position. And I thought, man, that's that's dope as hell. And that was probably back in 2014, maybe 2013, something like that. Like that's a dope setting. And it also had where, because it was a convertible, so it had like behind the seats, like right where your neck is on the headrest, there was like an air vent. So if it was hot outside, you could turn the air on while the, the, the convertible top is down and it's like blowing cold air on your back and on your neck. So if it's hot as hell, you can still stun on these niggas when you hit the corner. So go ahead if you got that cool 100 racks to drop, you know, for the summer. Uh, it's 2018, some of them around the corner, man. Go and drop them ducats and get that bins. What I'm at, almost at 30 minutes. All right, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode, episode five of the Five Perspective Podcast. Be sure to email me at uh, tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. Any feedback or if you're an artist and you want uh, to submit your music and I can play it on here if I'm digging it. This week, song of the week, so I'm going to go to my guy, Zeus Rebel Waters. It's called FNS. But I remember him from when he was Rucker Puff back in the day at the palace, man. You know what I'm saying? Been dude, been doing it for a long time. I'm proud of you, bro. Let her rub my belly, say I hit it right. Say she need a fat boy. Yeah, in the let her rub my belly, say I hit it right Say she need a fat boy in a lot She be like Big Daddy or she call me Teddy Bear She my super freak, we be doing it everywhere In the bed, on the floor, even in the kitchen When I'm done, baby, whip me up some fried chicken French fries on the side of some Kool-Aid When I kiss her on the neck, she like, ooh, babe She love my swag, love my style, and a glass of red, man. Fat boy season, you too skinny Only thing that I wanna know Pretty toes, toes, twerking for me, dropping low. Made love to a fat boy, need to know. Shorty, let me see that jelly. I'm from the loo, she asked me, do I know Nelly? Made me a sandwich, turn your hand from the deli. Then after that, come and rub my belly. Only thing that I wanna know, know, is if you ever made love to a fat boy. Hey, I think she made a fat
thing that I wanna know is if you ever made love to a fat boy. Made love to a fat boy. Made love to a fat boy. Let's go. Let her rub my belly, say I hit it right. Hit it right. Say she need a fat boy in her life. In her life. Let her rub my belly, say I hit it right. Hit it right. Say she need a fat boy.